Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. This is Bridging the Gens, and this is Jenna. And this is Jamie. And welcome back, guys. Welcome. Okay, so we've kind of kept it light and fun and all of that stuff lately on our episodes. And today we are going to bridge the gens on the border crisis. And dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. yeah, this is current happening. And obviously this is an issue that needs to be discussed because we've got to, we've got to just talk about it and Definitely. see what we come up with. Yeah. And I felt like, so prior to this episode and like us, you know, researching for this topic, I didn't know much about it or what, what was, you know, I guess better said is I didn't know what the border crisis was. I was like, what the hell is going on down there? You know, what is happening? And I think that, you know, researching it, I was a little more, I guess, understanding of it. Um, but I felt like it was something that was just more complex than one issue, like the border crisis. And I thought it was really, really good to go and like, you know, research that, but I'm also really excited to talk about it because I think that, you know, talking through something together would be really, really beneficial to kind of figure out a solution or work towards it. Uh, and I don't think that that's happening, but I, exactly. I, you know, I, I mean, that's I, I, really I, the problem, right? It's, it's just, it's, when it comes there's down to things. nothing happening. It feels like. Exactly. And I feel like this is something that's been happening like for a while now, almost like it's not just the Biden administration. It wasn't just the Trump administration. And I think this goes down, you know, past the Obama administration. I think that this has been an issue ongoing. And I think that we're now getting to a point where it's like the teapot's boiling, you know, like the flame's been lit and, you know, the water is hot and it's just, it's too much now. And, you know, I think with a lot of different factors, which we'll get into, um, you know, we're in a situation now where it's like, how do we move ahead best? Um, and, you know, I guess the best way to kind of describe that with politics is, you know, there's, there's not going to be a way to satisfy everybody. There's not going to be a way to, deal with it according to everybody's standards of how it should be dealt with um mm-hmm. but ultimately i think the like, like like you said the biggest issue here is there's nothing being done right right point blank that's the 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 point now i you know i do want to give us a little bit of a history lesson because you just know how i do and you know that's i just love that, that. let's yeah. do it <laughs> okay so i did not know this which is super fascinating During the Great Depression, there was, um, there was a movement set by the government to remove immigrants from our country and send them back to Mexico and, um, or yeah, to send them back to Mexico. Um, because what happened was they were they were basically looking for a scapegoat to say, well, they're taking our jobs. They're not here legally. So um, this is why we're ha- we have food shortages. This is why we have an economy problem. And so they were going city to city or town to town and just picking people up 
some people who were here legally, who just didn't happen to have their paper on them or whatever it was, and they were removing them and sending them back. And I didn't know that. That was new to me. I had not heard that. And I thought that that was interesting because that said to me that this is not a new issue. And when I mean new issue, this is not recent in my lifetime, even this goes way back. So I found that incredibly interesting, um, you know, cause the great depression was back early 1900s. So we're talking about a really long time ago. Um, definitely. And the thing is, did you too, know is about like, that? I'm not specific. Well, I mean, okay. So in the great depression, I mean, they did definitely blame, um, immigrants, whether, you know, illegal quote unquote, or, um, you know, legal immigrants. Um, and they, you know, they have been doing it honestly longer. Uh, I, I would say that it wasn't necessarily towards quote unquote illegal immigrants, but there's always been, you know, some way, shape or form of a national nationalist uh, nativist sentiment um, with certain people in this country. And, you know, this goes back to John Adams, who was very, very, very anti-immigration. I um, mean, he had, you know, imposed legislation that had, you know, put in all these restrictions. I mean, he doubled the restrictions. I, I don't remember the exact year, but, you know, the immigration time period to move into the country was 14 years, mm. which is insane. That's a, like an insane amount. And so, you know, this is something that's been happening for years where it's mm. been difficult to come into this country. Certain administrations have made it easier. Certain administrations have made it harder, but ultimately also, there's just a, a growing demand to come in, whether it's for asylum or whether it's for just moving here. Um, and, you know, we don't have the space to do it, you know? Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I mean, listen, our country to me is the greatest country. We have enormous amount of freedoms and opportunities that a lot of people would love to have. Um, but there is a process you know, and I have to say, you know, if I was on, on the other side and I was trying to feed my family or I was afraid or whatever, I, I might do the same thing. I might just, you know, try here's what I find interesting. So I don't know if you're aware, but the increase of people coming to our border is up 71%, 71%. Like just in like the the new quarter or in in the new administration, 71%. Now our government has funds that are earmarked for ads in other countries to say, don't come. We're not allowing citizens in right now. Don't we're turning you back or whatever. They're not using those funds to do that. So the only information that people in other countries have is what they hear. What they heard from the Biden administration was that they were going to allow people in. That was what he said. Now you have this large increase So we can probably talk about where the problem lies. I just think there's always kind of been a problem, period. I think it's not just Biden, but I think the 71% increase is a Biden problem. I think he's not handled it well at all. And I think that his 
message has not been clear. Cause at first it was, we're going to let people in. And then it's now, you know, don't come right now, but you're not using the ads in the other country to communicate that when you have the funds to do that. So that's the other thing. And, and so we're kind of in a, for lack of a better word, a shit storm. It, it just is. And the reason we're not in the shit storm, you and I are not in the shit storm. Who's in the shit storm? It's these the people, people that these people, these children that are by themselves. I mean, it's just sad. It's so sad, but yet I don't know what you see. I don't see much being done. And he put Kamala Harris in part in charge of this situation. And guess what? She's not been down there one time. She has not been down there to visit one time. So I want to know who's doing what. I don't even care who it is. I don't care if it's Kamala, if it's Joe, if it's somebody, somebody needs to do something because you can't drop these children over the wall. I just saw a video this week, a little boy that was roaming one of the fields and the cops stopped. Did you see this video? The cops stopped no, and said, I saw what are you girls being dropped over the wall? Yeah, I, I know said what you're to, talking about that. Yeah. And the cop said to the little boy, what are you doing? And he's hysterical crying. And he said he was with a group of people and he's lost. They left him. And he said, well, were you with your mom and dad? And he said, no, I was by myself, but I was just with this group of people and I lost them. I'm lost. Now there's this little boy wandering the field. I mean, I, when I tell you in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of nowhere. So this is like a hot desert, you know, this is a very dangerous area. I mean, it's, it's a very brutal environment. And I think that that's something that is really concerning because you're, you're having, well, first things first, I wanted to comment on the the fact that I'm sorry. I kind of went off on a tangent because I was like, I'm looking at my notes and I'm just like, I'm quite honestly, I'm frustrated and I'm frustrated because I feel for the people they're coming with this assumption that they're going to come in and they're coming with this assumption. They're going to bring their kids and these poor children. It's just a mess. And that's who I feel for. I'm frustrated for them. I'm just, I'm saddened. It sucks. And it's, 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 it's very, it's very shitty that they're, they're having to make that decision. I mean, cause it's like people, are, there are people that are like, oh, well it should come in legally. And it's like, I mean, I think you and I both know, like it's easier said than done. And like, we're not in those situations to make right. that, that comment. Yeah. Granted, tell me though, what you would do in the minute of desperation for your yeah, family. Right. Exactly. You don't know what you would do. That being said though, the transparency, I feel like, like my biggest thing I feel like the, like not the Biden administration necessarily, but I feel like it was a lot of people were very critical on the Trump administration for, you know, transparency and, and being clear about what's happening. And the Biden administration has not let people and press go and film down there. And I don't think that's appropriate. And I don't agree with right. it. I don't think that's right. I think that, you know, like I'm very, very, very strong in my beliefs that we hold this, this, this administration to the same accountability that we did the previous administration uh, administration my bad i could not stand the trump administration and you know this i'm sure our viewers or our listeners know this yeah i i didn't i didn't agree with how they treated people i didn't agree how they handled things whatsoever however 
this was a big issue there. And I think it's very, 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 you know, hypocritical to, you know, not be opening up press, not be holding these meetings here, not be speaking. Even if Biden is, you know, a little ditzy with what he says, he needs to be speaking and he needs to just grow up here and he needs to hold it. I think he's done a pretty good job of that so far, but it's like, bro, you need to go speak because this is something that you guys criticized him for and you're doing the same thing now. And I just think that that's, I think that that's just not a strong standing position. I mean, that's like the, the bare minimum when it comes to it. Um, and I will say that there has been an increase and I don't think that they've been transparent about it. I think that they intended to have more people come in. And I think with COVID that's not possible or safe. Right. But there needs to be something done because clearly there's an issue. Clearly there's an influx. There is a, an excess demand for, you know, life here in America. And the thing is, is that we don't have the space to hold these people. We're not holding people, you know, I mean, we are holding some people, but we're not holding everybody. And it's like, we can't just give them to Mexico as we previously did in the other administration um, and pay them to hold it because there is not room for that. So what are we going to do? You know? Yeah. Well, and it's like, I mean, I, like, I don't think the wall is going to work because it, it hasn't worked in videos. I mean, you and I have both seen it. I think it makes sense yeah. in the sense that a wall is another barrier, but there are tunnels, there are people that are coming in and they're not even coming in from the South border. They're coming in around the coast or they're flying in or there are other people. I mean, there's so many ways people come into this country, but the problem is, is that there's nothing being done across the board to yeah. handle it. And well, I think like I, it was it's, interesting. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. Go well, on, I was going to say, I think that they've improved conditions for people living in those situations. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's been significant. I think that there's still a long way to go, but I like that it's now a more humanitarian process. And honestly, quite frankly, I feel like this administration has done more that is progressive than the previous administration in terms of dealing with this. Um, However, I think the administration prior, well, I think that they're doing things to improve the conditions of the people that are being housed or the people that are separated from their family. Well, they're, you know, creating these facilities that have air conditioning and have, you know, teaching access so that people that are separated from their families can learn English, learn basic skills. um, And they're making these environments safe with air conditioning, you know, separated rooms, um, healthy food. And, you know, they're decorating it so it feels more safe. It's a small step, though. There's a lot of people in cages still. Well, you also have the children that are being sexually assaulted in the San Antonio um, Superdome. And so that governor has said to the president, what are you going to do about it? Do you know how many people they caught on the terror watch list coming through? I don't know the exact number. I don't want to yeah, say it's well, it's, it's somewhere in the line, of like 11. It's, it's like, yeah, it's too many. I mean, one it's is too, too many. Much. One is too many. So you've got people that now you've caught on the terror watch list coming across. Okay. That's number one. Number two. Now you got these kids that are in the San Antonio Superdome that are being sexually assaulted by other people that came across the border. Well, and that's and now what are you thing. going to do about that. Like, so this is not, yes, there may be certain areas. This is not a small problem. This is like you, 
So what you said was dead on, which is the news outlets are not allowed to cover certain things. They're only given permission to cover certain things and be in certain areas. So they will show you what they want you to see. So what you're seeing is those nice air conditioned areas. You know how few those are compared to all the all the detention centers or all the centers housing people. I would say I would say I don't know because I haven't right. seen it. You know, and that's that's right. really where small. I'm small. Like- Imagine how small with the thousands of people coming across. So this this issue is so vast, so massive. Here's the thing is there's got to be some sort of deterrent. I mean, obviously kids coming across by themselves, you got to take the kids. You can't leave these kids. Definitely. I think the kids need to be the priority because there's so many people like, I mean, I think specifically something I had, I had researched is, you know, these cartels, these cartels are a big part of the problem. Right. You know, they're dictating a lot of people getting in because they know the roots, they know how to do it. And there is a business, there's an economy that is built off of this. And I think that the first thing that any administration can do to at least find a starting point is go after these cartels because they've built an economy. And the thing is, is like this influx of people coming in, while it is definitely in response to the new administration, these people coming in have been saving so that they can pay a cartel to do it because most people cannot just walk across the desert and get into America. It is a very tricky situation. And it's also in these cartels where a lot of parents will send their kids by themselves because they feel like there's no other option, the kids are getting sexually abused. And that's a big problem too. So that that's my thing is I'm like, let's first tackle these cartels that are going and making this possible because this is going to be a big portion of people coming in. While I don't agree with how the Trump administration handled the treatment of people coming in, I think that a deterrent is definitely necessary. There needs to be some punishment in the sense of like, I don't want people to feel like they can't live here. But, you know, like if you're coming for asylum, that's one thing. If you're coming in as, you know, someone on the terror watch list, there needs to be some prosecution. There needs to be some further punishment because this is an issue. They shouldn't be in this country. And while they could get in any other way, they're here now. And that's mm-hmm. not acceptable. So I, I don't know what your your proposed solutions would be. For me, I feel like the like it's just such a vast issue that like there needs to be a restructuring across the board. And that's gonna take too long. So like where do we start now? So I'm gonna say something that's probably not going to be well liked. And this is why I'm gonna this I'm gonna say it, but this is how I feel in just thinking about it. I don't obviously have inside information as to the inner workings of everything. I think the people that have already come here illegally have been living here and working here should be um, made citizens. That's number one, because I think if they are good citizens of this country, they're working, they're, you know, a good a good member of society and a contributing member of society, I think you make them legal and give them a social security and have them pay taxes and call it a day and do that. Um, 
I think the issue with keeping everybody, including kids that are coming across the border, our foster care system is bursting as it is. We don't have enough parents taking kids for adoption. And now you're going to take all of these children from another country. And what are you going to do with them? They're going to sit in a foster care system that's not well done to begin with, right? Like, I mean, that's a problem in itself. We could, it could be another podcast, but um, I think everybody's got to go back. I think whoever is here now and has been here, you make them a citizen, which I know is a very unpopular opinion among the right, but that's just how I feel. I told you I'm not exactly right. I'm not exactly left, kind of moderate. But then on the other hand, people that are coming across the border, including kids, they can't stay. You got to send them back, send them back. They come across Mexico, you send them back to Mexico. You put everybody on a bus, you put everybody on a thing and you send them back to that country and you say, here, they came across your border on your side and you send them back and have them deal with it. Yeah. I mean, I know that which, this for a while, which I know is passing the buck. It's passing the buck, but how much are we going to do? Well, and, we and can't I think, let everybody I, in. I, I understand. It's, it's not even. It's not even like a nativist thing. It's not. It's. It's. We don't have the room, and that's really the problem here. Is like I'm sure we'd love to take people in and like be you know, welcoming, but it's like we don't have a place for them. We don't have parents for these kids. Right. Like we right. That's we, we my point. Have, like and, and and I get that. Like that is you know, we, we don't, it's, so, it's a point blank statement. There's another thing, you know, these people who come across the border, I also think the process to get in the country needs to be better. Definitely. It should not be a 14, 15 year wait to get into this country or a 10 year wait. If you're proving that you're a good citizen, like the people who come across the border to work, and in the fields for like months on end, and then they go back. If, if the employer can show a good standing for that employee and that person that's coming across, let that be proof of their ability to be a good citizen, right? The, if they've not been arrested, um, if they've not, you know, they, they don't have problems with the law and they're a good employee and they're working, let them come with their family. Like, let that be a way, also a way in. So Definitely. I, I think that the process has to get better also with letting people come in, because if you make the process better, it deters people from rushing to come across the border. But we, I, I just, I mean, I don't really know the solution, but right now we're not having a solution. And I, I agree. And that's a big problem. I mean, with, with these facilities that we have, I feel like these facilities should be used to process people so that we have record of who they are. And if they've attempted to cross the border illegally, I think that we just need to have documentation of that. But I think that, like you said, we can't house people. And I do think that I, I don't think it's our government's responsibility to hold them. And I don't think they should be holding them either. I, I don't think people should ever be in cages. I think if anything, they like, should so be. So we're holding them for what? Do we know what yeah. we're holding them for? Do you know? 
don't even know I why don't. we're holding I mean, them. I would I would assume that they're being processed, but after a certain point, processed they're still being what? held. Like processed, processed so like we know like who they are or where they're coming from. That and then they can stay. Well, they don't. I don't think that they should stay, but I think that they are. I think they're stuck, and that's that's another part of it where I'm like, what's going on here? I mean, I understand like for instance, so another big issue that I've come across is like while they are coming from the Mexican border, a lot of these people are not coming from Mexico and they're coming from South America. Guadalajara, or not Guadalajara, um, Guatemala. Guatemala, Colombia, Mm -hmm. you know, and how do we process that? Because Mexico doesn't, you know, have all of these people coming necessarily. It, It is, you know, from other places too. So how do we, as a country send these people back to their countries and work with these governments when these governments are developing and don't necessarily want to work with us. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm not saying this like as like a light thing. I'm, I'm more like rhetorically, like, how do we deal with this? Because I, I really don't know. I mean, it's just, it's, it's an issue. And I think that there's levels to it. Like what, what can we do to work with Mexico's government to inhibit people from coming into them as well? Because like this is a you know serious issue of people just working their way up, and mm-hmm. we can't house these people. We, we could can't. probably, if we put people on planes back to their country or buses with fifty dollars or whatever it is, twenty five dollars, whatever it is, and a package of food and supplies, we probably could save. Then that on on taxes and money, then having to house them, so they're uncomfortable. They don't know what they're doing. It's it's it just it just doesn't feel right. It feels weird to put just keep people in these this place with in limbo. So get them back to their country somehow, some way. Bus money, bus money, whatever you're still, you're still paying less to do that than housing them for these months on end. Definitely. No, I, so, I, I think, I think that'd be the best thing to do. And I think the biggest thing that it comes to is, cause I think there were, there were some people that had said like, Oh, well, if they're, you know, if they're, th- this is a very radical belief that I don't believe in, but if they're caged, then they can't try to come back in. Cause a lot of people will re- return and repeat the process of trying to get in illegally i mean it's definitely so it's a like a mental thing so they're doing it mentally to try and deter them from coming back is that the deterrent caging uh, them i some for some people they think that that's the right way to do it i i don't oh. i don't think that that's right but it's 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 very unsettling because it's it's wrong but it's i just i don't know what the right way to do it is I don't know what the deterrent would be here. I mean, I think I that think you're they right. have like, to go back. I think, I think that's sending just them back until... with money and food is going to be a cheaper alternative. I think it's going to be the best and safest for them. Um, and I, I don't know like what we can do with those countries' governments to prevent it from happening again. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, you know, if they, they come back, I mean, it's like, well, it's also like I feel like they're. I, I don't know how it would be done, but. You know, there needs to be some education of like what this cartel is doing that's you know, transporting you and taking your money because these people are spending a lot of money they're saving for months or years and 
you know, you're spending all this money to cross into a country illegally. And let's say you get sent back. Let's say it doesn't work. You spent all this money now and now you're back home and you don't have any. Right. You know, like that's also not going to be good. Right. I don't know. It's just tough. I, I really don't know what the best way to go about it would be. I'm curious, like, you know, if our listeners have any any suggestions or any ideas, we're really open to listening because it's it's one of those things where I feel like this is one of those topics, like a group project where everybody collaborates and kind of gives their, their idea, their take, but, um, you know, nothing is happening. I would and, just love to know what the, what the Biden administration, what the president is doing about it. That's what I would just love to know. Yeah. We haven't gotten an answer. Nobody has given us an answer as to what you're doing about this problem. And now, if they don't know either, not they have need to say with, it. Yeah. And if you may not, ha- may not agree with how Trump handled it, but he had it, he knew what he was doing. He at least said, this is what I'm doing. You may not like it, but this is what we're doing. Yeah. I, I and mean, so, right. you know, I think. Um, it's just a mess. And I, I, I really think it's, it's difficult because we can have this conversation about all the issues, but we can't really go further on what the solution is. Cause we don't even know what the government's doing. We don't even know. We don't, we don't know anything. And I mean, the people who are, are patrolling, um, are like, this is a problem. This is a major problem. The fact that the president or the vice president hasn't even been down there is an issue. Yeah. It's an issue. You could go to a natural disaster. Where did Biden go where there was the natural disaster? Um, where did he go? I'm trying to remember, but I saw um, it on Twitter, but I can't remember where it was. Yeah, it was somewhere, but you can't go to the border where like thousands of people are coming across. I mean, you saw the video of the child being dropped over the fence over the wall. and over the wall. And I mean, I Again, we don't know what we would do in moments of desperation for our families and for our children. You just want them to be there and you think maybe the situation would be better. I don't know, but it's not, it's not good. It's not good. And I would really love to know if our listeners could, you know, message us or let us know their thoughts, but I'd love to see a solution. That would be my my solution would be to just send everybody back, uh, you know, make the people that are here citizens. And I think you need to streamline the process or you need to do something about the process of becoming a citizen in this country. Yeah. I think those are the best things you can do. And I, I think you said it really right. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not ideal, but there's no ideal solution. There's, there's no solution that's right. going to work for everybody. And it's like, especially in times of, you know, COVID-19, like we have to be as restrictive as possible because we're struggling to maintain any sense of normalcy or any sense of control right. with the situation already. So like, you know, an influx of people coming in could drastically affect that. And I know that the, that has been mentioned and I do think it's valid. But I do think, you know, that, you know, that's, that's a very scary risk with, people being grouped together or people crossing the border together. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, it just, it, I, I do agree a hundred percent. And I, yeah, that's a whole nother level is the COVID-19 yeah. thing. That's a whole nother level of issue that we, that really, 
you know, is it could be a problem. Because I don't think it's new, but I just think that like that has been an issue since the beginning of the pandemic where these people are, you know, together, whether, I mean, and it's the same case in jails, you know, you have a bunch of people together, huddled together in, in close proximity, the risks of transmitting COVID are very high. Not only that, there are a lot of other diseases that go around those facilities. And so we're really not putting these people in situations that are good for them or for us by putting them in cages. I mean, that's that's been right. a get-go. But, you know, I think, I don't know. I feel like there are a lot of people that would argue that it's not right to send them back. But I, I do feel like that's the best solution, at least from like what data I have available and what you've said. I, I, I feel like you're right. I mean, at least then they're, they're you know, in their own proximity. Right. You know, at least they're with their family. I mean, I, I don't want to speak on everybody's situation because I know that a lot of those countries have conditions that aren't great. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, you know, I don't I, I just don't know what we could do besides, you know, making the immigration policies easier to, I guess, immigrate. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Well, this is a a hot, this is a, yeah, this is a tough one because usually we kind of come with some sort of like, okay, yeah, we hashed that one out. And this one's kind of one where you just leave it like we don't really know. And that's just, that's probably where we have to leave it because we have to just see what's going to happen. So I'm hoping we will see something. I mean, me too. I do. I hope we get some sort of, resolve with with this situation for the for the children and the people you know it's it's tough well on that note you know thank you everybody for listening and let us know your thoughts i mean we we tried to address this border crisis best we could but one of those and things I'm proud of us i mean we did tough. a really I good mean, job of, i, I yeah. we did a lot of research and I, I you know it's 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 a lot it's a lot of information and i think I don't know. I'm, I'm proud of us for, for being able to do that because it's not always easy as citizens to, you know, get in the know and, you know, especially right now where we can't see anything inside. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's. Yeah. They're boring. really keeping things locked off. Like where we just don't have an indication as to what our government's doing about the situation. That's really the bottom line. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just not acceptable. I agree. I don't think it's acceptable. I just think that they owe us some explanation, you know, at least a, at least a little heads up, a progress report at the bare minimum. Right. And I don't think we're getting anything and I don't think that's just an effective way to handle it. But I mean, I think we'll definitely see, hopefully we'll see some processes um, and hopefully we'll talk about it more on this podcast and we'll Mm -hmm. see some results. I mean, I'm really hopeful. I'm not hopeful actually. I want to be hopeful. (laughs) Yes. I don't want people living in, in, in these bad conditions. And I, you know, I can't imagine what these families, you know, have to struggle with because it is yeah. incredibly tough. Um, but, you know, I guess that's all we can do right now. Right. Um, but I mean, it, I'm definitely curious to see what, what will happen. Yeah, in the we're going to see, I think we do an update maybe in like about six months and see where we're at, you know, definitely. Well, on that note, thank you for listening, everyone. We hope you have an amazing day, morning, evening, whenever you're listening. Yeah. And thank you guys for, you know, just taking some time out of your day to listen to this because 
I know it's tough and, you know, it's, it's a lot easier to listen to those fun episodes, but um, we really appreciate you guys sticking with us and just letting us pick your brains. <laughs> uh, and uh, if you guys would like, rate, review, send this to your friend, your dog, your mailman, that would be sick. Um, <laughs> you know, that really helps us survive on, on here. And um, we love creating these for you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye.